previously on Too Old to Date. I got an invite to this new burger place in Flatiron. Do you want to come with me on Sunday? Um, man, I'd love to, but Becky and I are going to the Bronx Zoo on Sunday, and I'm not sure what time we're going to get back to the city. Oh, uh, all right, no worries. Yeah, I've never been to the zoo before. I don't sing, I don't dance, you won't track here anymore. Michael, 36, and Rebecca, 34, are enjoying spending an afternoon together at the Bronx Zoo. Ooh, they have bonobos. Yes, bonobos. Did you know that they're the closest ancestor to humans? I thought that was chimpanzees. See, that's what they used to think. Bonobos share like 99% of their genes with humans. Chimps are like 98.5%. I swear nothing I learned in school is accurate anymore. Like Pluto isn't a planet, dinosaurs have feathers. Did you know that there are five oceans now? Five? Uh, Pacific, Atlantic, Arctic, and... Well, there's Indian, and then there's Southern. Huh. Who knew? Oh, if we hang around here long enough, we might see some GG rubbing. What is GG rubbing? Genital to genital rubbing. It's this thing that the females do. One will mount the other one, and then they'll just rub their genitals together. Huh. Little known fact, the females are actually the dominant gender in their social setup, and the GG rub is just a way for them to relieve tension or greet each other, or like, it's just like a, a social greeting. Yeah. It's not really sexual. Well, that's cool. Oh, check it out. I think they're going to do it. Where? Wait, those two? Wait, like, how can you tell if they're going to... Oh, God! Oh, my God, it's so violent. Oh, that's so much different than what I thought. Ooh, it's so slappy! Oh, I don't like it. Walking away, walking away. (laughs) Okay, okay, we can walk away. You okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm fine. That was a lot. I'm going to sit for a second. Okay, come over here. There's no line for the monorail. We can hop on that. Welcome to the Bronx Zoo monorail. Make sure your seatbelt is fastened, and please keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. We will be departing in four minutes. How do you know so much about bonobos? Okay, so before I wanted to be a doctor, I was going to be a vet, and I read every book I could find about animals. But then I realized I don't like working with patients that can't tell me what's wrong with them. But you always knew you were going to do something medical. Yeah, it was always what I was drawn to. And then once you decided to be a doctor, did you immediately know you were going to do the ER thing? No, absolutely not. I thought I was going to do surgery, but I did a rotation in an ER during med school, and I was hooked. I like the pace of it and seeing patients with all different types of things going on. Yeah, I can see that. It's probably pretty rapid fire in there, huh? It can be. I mean, it usually is. And, I mean, it is like any other job in life. There are those little quirky things that happen that make me laugh and that gets me through the day. Okay, like what? Um, I don't know. Like, some patients are just ridiculous. Okay, so, like, take this past Monday. I had a 35-year-old guy come in. He was with his fiance, complaining that his morning wood just isn't as strong as it used to be. What? Yeah. It's like, it's like a guy the Monday before that came in to check because he thought his penis might be getting smaller. Again with the Mondays? What is with the Mondays and people questioning their penises? Mondays are by far the worst. That doesn't make any sense. Why would Mondays be any busier in an ER than any other day? People don't want to ruin their weekends with a trip to the ER, so they wait until Monday. Seriously? Oh my god, okay, so I don't understand the world at all sometimes. Out of curiosity, how old was the guy with the shrinking penis? Like 24, I think. Okay, that's what I thought. 
he had to be younger, right? He was probably dating somebody and she broke up with them and she was just being an asshole and out the door. She was like, and your penis is smaller. That's what I said. So what's, I know you get this a lot, but like what's the craziest thing you've ever seen in the ER? Uh, well, okay. So there was this dock worker that got his arm wrapped in some rope and when they pulled. Nope. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. Um, I meant like something that you, like it's crazy, but it's funny. Something you tell at a dinner party. They're just like avoid things that might give me a nightmare. Okay, there is one. So um, my friends love this and ask me to retell it all the time. Okay, so I was in residency and this guy came in complaining about a rash that he thought was an STD. So I take a look and it's not like any STD I've ever seen. So I start going through our standard questions, you know, have you had unprotected sex recently? How many partners? Whatever. And then I get to, have you come into contact with any animals? And he replies with, I don't know. In what world do you not know that you have or have not had sex with an animal? Exactly. So I ask him to please explain. And he says that he's a part of this private sex club where the deal is you pay some amount of money and then you'll receive a text with an address and a date. Never the same place twice. You show up and they have this setup where it's basically like an empty room, completely painted black, and in the wall is a hole. So you go up and stick your penis in the hole and something will pleasure you on the other side. It could be anything, a mouth, a vagina, a hand, an ass, or in some cases, an animal. And you get off and you go home. Ugh, that's how this guy gets off. He gets off on the idea that he just puts his penis in this random hole and just something gets him off on the other side? Yep. Do you know what my first problem is with this story? The animal cruelty? Yes, the animal cruelty. I was just thinking there's some poor goat or an aardvark or something that has to pleasure this jabroni. So what did he end up having? Like swine flu or monkeypox? No, just an allergic reaction to a metal cleaner. Oh, so great. So now he's having sex with robots too. <laughs> Apparently. Actually, one of my other good stories is STD related. Please go on. Okay, so a young woman comes in. She has gonorrhea. Not great, but again, nothing really out of the ordinary. But she is insistent that she couldn't have gotten an STD. So I ask her, have you had unprotected sex recently? And she says yes. Have you been with more than one partner in the past three months? She says yes. So I say, well, one of your partners must have given it to you. And she insists again that it's impossible. She makes sure to smell any guy's penis that she's about to have sex with to make sure he's clean. Why? Wait. Does she actually think she can smell an STD on a guy's penis? I guess so. That would be the world's worst superpower. Yeah, especially because it doesn't work. How would you even think the clap smells? Like, it's got to be salty, right? Michael notices that a group of children have boarded the train. The children's parents look displeased. Sorry, sorry, my fault. Kids, sorry, that was my fault. Okay, we can, we can save some of the stories for later. Deal. Meanwhile, Bradley, 34, and Kyle, 28, meet Kyle's friend, Dylan, 29, at a gastro pub in the Flatiron district. Gents, thanks for keeping me waiting. Bro, we just had the best fucking burger, and they sent out apps and three rounds of drinks, and all we paid for was the tip. I call it generous to say that they sent out three rounds of drinks when you just kept ordering them. I usually don't drink that much when I get a cop meal. Savage, the hookup is real. You're basically a burger legend, dude, and I want in next time. How do you guys know each other? Uh, I hung out at Dylan's fraternity house all the time in college. But you were in a different frat. Kyle wasn't in a fraternity because nobody would have his weird ass. Oh, speaking of weird ass, how'd it go down last night? Slutty. Sluttier than Diana? At least a little bit sluttier than Diana. 2018, you guys seriously call girls sluts like that? Chill, dude. We're saying that we're slutty. Exactly. Alright, so what happened with Diana? So I fucked this girl pretty much on the reg, but once Kyle was over pre-gaming one night and he matched with her on, what was it, Tinder? Uh, maybe Bumble? Who cares? 
Well, so we start joking that it would be hilarious if he told her to come over to my place only to walk in and see me there too. She'd never been to my apartment. I always just gone to her place. Oh, that's kind of fucked up, but I guess harmless. It never ended up happening. It never ended up happening because Kyle eventually decided he wanted to go out with her legit. We had good texting banter. So I tell him to ask her out. And then right after he set to date, I airplay my phone to the TV and play him a sex video I made with her. <laughs> Holy shit. Very fucked up. Yeah, so I'm going to need a little time to recover from that before I go out with her. Well, let's hear your slutty story. Wait, 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 wait. I don't think we're done with this first story. We are. So last night I met up with Faith. She wanted to bang but had to leave, but I did make out with her at the bar and fingered her in the bathroom. Then that 35-year-old chick texted me back and said she had friends coming over really early so she couldn't swing a sleepover, but could hang out for an hour or two. I was actually already back at home at that point, so I was in my pajamas already. But I just ate a snack and went across town to her place. You went there in your pajamas? That's dope. (sighs) She sucked in bed. What does she sucked in bed even mean to you? She has a gag reflex, so she doesn't really give head. Did you go down on her? Nah, it's not my favorite. Plus, the handjob she gave was pretty non-existent, too. And then she just lied there during sex and said it hurts when she's on top. We still fuck twice. Kyle, I find girls are a lot more receptive to what you want and into sex in general more when you go down on them, too. (laughs) Maybe. But she also said she doesn't like giving head because she can't put it in her mouth far before she gags. Yeah. You know what? It sounds entirely possible to me that she was just disappointed that she wasn't going to be getting hers. Or maybe she just sucks in bed. Tonight's a whole new ballgame anyway. This girl Amy I've been texting with just asked me to meet her uptown in like an hour. Why in an hour? She's with friends up there at brunch right now. What the fuck? Just tell her and her friends to come meet us here. Okay, but look at her Tinder pics. I'm a little worried she's not hot. Kyle, she's clearly good looking. Keep swiping. Aw, shit. Yeah, it's a serious Jekyll and Hyde situation there. Okay, fair. Could go either way. Could go either way, but come on. Lowest common denominator rule says she looks like her worst photo. You know, her worst photo isn't that bad. Also, look, her friend in this one's cute. Cute girls have cute friends. Sometimes. Definitely worth telling them to come down. Alright, done. Back on the Bronx Zoo monorail. Ahead, we have the Okapi. It is native to the Northeast Democratic Republic of the Congo in Central Africa. It stands 5 feet tall and weighs between 440 and 770 pounds. That's right, Didis. Now you can see the Okapu back over there. It looks like a deer, but it's not a deer. It has stripes, mostly on its butt and other parts of its body. Now you can see it back there eating all the grasses. I'm confused about why there are two voices. Well, the woman is automated, and the man's the conductor over there, so her stuff is pre-recorded in some, like, pristine studio-quality thing, and he's just talking live in real time. Got it. That's like the third animal that, like, kind of looks like a deer, but is not a deer. I so don't care. This is incredible. I'm loving these two. I could listen to them just, like, read a phone book. He said it was an okapu. It's an okapi. It doesn't even look that much like a deer. Next is the Indian elephant. It is one of three subspecies of Asian elephants and native to mainland Asia. It is listed as an endangered species and has seen a population decrease of over 50% in the last 75 years. One time I sneezed very loud and the elephant ran away so fast. Well, fast for an elephant. But right now he is asleep down there. He does not run if I sneeze while he is asleep. But I bet he still remembers that time he ran away. Elephants don't forget anything. That's just altogether wrong. I bet it would run if he sneezed. Not that. On your right is the black-tailed prairie dog. Oh boy, you are in for a treat. This animal looks like a squirrel, but it's not a squirrel. In Manhattan, Bradley notices Amy, 25, approaching the pub with her friend Elle, 25. Hey, 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 they're here. Are they hot? 
Her friend's kind of cute. Your girl is less cute than that. Fuck. I should have just gone up to her. What difference would that have made? Because now that you've seen her, I probably won't fuck her. But if nobody had seen her, I just think I probably would have done it. I feel you, my dude. You do? You feel him on that? Amy and Elle walk into the bar. Everyone exchanges pleasantries and sits at the table. So what are we drinking? Oh, an Aussie? How was the Big Apple been treating you? That's supposed to be Australian? That was terrible. Yeah, man, you need a trigger phrase for a good Australian accent. What's that? So, like, some people say rise-up lights because if you say that and think of it in Australian accent, it sounds like razor blades, rise-up lights. Rise-up lights, rise-up lights, razor blades. You know? You get it. Oh, yeah, that's classic. It is a classic, but I personally say... <clears throat> Austin Powers in an Australian accent, and I find that gets me where I need to be. That's pretty terrible too, bro. I mean, it's not the best, but it's better than yours, mate. Dylan rises from the table. What's everyone drinking? While everyone begins reciting their drink orders, Dylan pulls out his cellular telephone. Oh, shit. Guys, I gotta run. I forgot I have to meet my sister for dinner. Dylan quickly exits the bar. What a fucker. What? Did he not tell you he had other plans? He doesn't have other plans. His sister lives in fucking Philly. Wow, that guy really did not want to buy that round. Uh, Amy, Kyle showed us your dating profile. You work at a hotel. I don't work at a hotel. I work in business development for Infinity Hotel Group. So what does that mean? I manage all facets of the sales cycle. I develop leads to create opportunities for the sales team. I travel a lot to trade shows to find new partnership opportunities, that kind of thing. Okay, but like, to what end? Aren't sales for you mostly people reserving hotel rooms? No, that's the marketing team's job. My job is a lot more important than that. And Elle, what do you do? I just started a tech startup. I'm a programmer. So you code? I'm sorry, I know that's probably a stupid question, but my job's mostly made up and I don't really know what real jobs are like. What's your job? He has a burger Instagram. It's a burger blog. That's your job? That's your whole job? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty lucky in that every once in a while something I write gets a lot of traction, so I've been able to make a living off of charging for, like, sponsored content on the blog or sponsored social posts. That's pretty cool. You're right, it's not a real job, but it's pretty cool. What do you do? Hold that thought one second. Brad, let's go get these ladies' drinks. What do you want? An IPA would be great. Will you ask if they have a Montepulciano? They don't have that. I'll get you a Merlot. Kyle and Bradley walk to the bar. We will have three IPAs and one Merlot, please. This is brutal. Let's bail. Can you just give it, like, five minutes? Just give it a chance. I feel like I've got something going on with the Australian. Dylan bailed. I'm not getting anything out of this. Amy's not bad, man. She's terrible. Give her a chance. I'll stay because it'll help you out. But you need to go along with what I tell them I do for a living. Just tell them the truth. Girls in New York love finance guys. I'm not trying to impress them. Just follow my lead. Okay, just don't be mean. I'm never mean. Back at the table. Where were we? You were about to tell us what you do for a living? Your Tinder profile doesn't say. So I also don't really have a job. I skied in the 2010 Olympics in Vancouver, and since then I've made a business out of a motivational seminar that I put together about following your dreams. What? Shut up, none of that's true. No, it is absolutely true. true. Okay. So do you still ski? I love to ski, but I only go once or twice a year now. My knees and ankles are pretty fucked up. I'm actually going to the French Alps with my family in February. Excited for that. Wow, that's so cool. We actually have hotels out there. We have hotels in Vancouver, too. I haven't been out there yet, though, or to the French Alps. But I'm about to go to London for a conference and stay at one of our nicer hotels there. That's dope. Hook it up. Play your cards right, and maybe I will. Right. So, L, when did you learn to code? Do you code? Nope. Then talking about coding is going to be boring. Tell me more about burgers. Well, Kyle and I actually just came from a great new burger place just down the street. Um, what was, it was called Down River. Oh, I've heard of it. It's good. 
Yeah, it was awesome. I got to go because Brad's boyfriend got a new girlfriend, so his usual plus one couldn't come. Boyfriend? No, not literally my boyfriend, just good friend. He started dating a new girl and they went up to the zoo today. So he's climbing Girlfriend Mountain? Where's that? Girlfriend Mountain is when a friend disappears because they have a new girlfriend and they spend all their time with her. There's Boyfriend Mountain also. They're both heavily visited. I really fucking hope not. I really fucking hope so. I'm gonna go to all your burger outings now. Where's the next one? It's uh, at this place called Archipelago Burgers. It's like 20 blocks north of here. They claim they have the spiciest burger in the city. I love spicy food. Yeah? Do you want to come? Supposed to go on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm so in. Sorry, bud. She loves spicy food. I don't mind spicy food. Let me get your number and we'll make it happen. Sure, give me a phone. I'll type it in. And on that note, I have to get going. What? I have to write the review of the burger we just ate before I forget about it. And I am really sorry to bail on you guys, but Kyle, why don't you entertain them with the story about the time that you and that other guy on the ski team got into that accident in the jacuzzi in Vancouver? Too Old to Date was created by Brad Garoon and Mike Tanzillo. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Additional voices this episode were provided by Davide Ferrari, Megan Powell, Emily Cratter, Aaron Gottlieb, and Katie Rose Summerfield. Our theme music is Loveless by GoGo Ghost. Follow us on social media at Too Old to Date. Contact us at info at tooldtodate.com and visit tooldtodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows and pay for more dates. <laughs>